With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome. We are live. We are the Fanatical Elves show. 
It is day one of the NFL draft. Welcome, everybody. We are so excited to be here. We are live. Come join us if you're watching from wherever you're watching. Any, we're on Facebook. We're on what? YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're everywhere, and 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 I'm right here. <laughs> and uh, we've got our our cast and crew of great guys that are contributors to our Fanatical Elves Network. Let's go around the room. I'll introduce them and then uh, say hi to the folks. Steve Gill, hello. Hi, folks. Hi, Draftniks. <laughs> and if you're a Browns fan and you're watching tonight, man, I I would suggest to you seek professional help. <laughs> And then we have our Village Elliot. Hello. Hi there, John. We are so happy to have you here. Well, it's very nice to be here. Draft night is always exciting. It's less exciting this year because we don't have any draft choices, but other than that, it's great. And have you did you bring your orange Kool-Aid or the, the or, are we drinking the orange Kool-Aid today? Oh, uh, well, uh, metaphorically, yes. Um, I was very pessimistic about the Browns <laughs> earlier in the offseason, but I believe that they have made uh, enough free agent signings. They've moved some salary downstream into the future. I think the future still looks horrible, but for this year, they've cleared <laughs> enough salary cap space that they can once again sign free agents, and I do think that they've done enough that they're going to have a good team. So you'll have to take my word for it that there's orange Kool-Aid inside my Cleveland Browns <laughs> cup here, but I'm drinking it. Excellent. Joel, welcome to the show, our left guard. Hey, welcome. Thanks for letting me be a part of the, the evening festivities here. I'm not drinking orange Kool-Aid. I'm drinking the, the purple alcoholic Kool-Aid um, because of the honor of Lamar Jackson signing that contract. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Guys, we're here now. So if you're watching uh, tonight live, I'm kind of off the picture. We've got the live TV of the NFL network here, so you can follow along with us. I'm sure you're watching from home, but we're just going to hang out here with you guys. And as everybody is watching, we're going to be watching with you. We'll be analyzing throughout the night um, some of the, the picks that come up and talking about it. So, yeah, can Lamar. Can I ask a question? Yeah. John, I, I just Go some orange Kool-Aid up my nose, but. Why are we why are we honoring Lamar Jackson? That that one did not compute for me, Joel. Uh, there's much, much more time for Lamar Jackson to sit on the disabled list and you know You know, I really think that he you know, think about it though. He's really not like I mean, he's a great quarterback, kind of, but I'm not like scared of him anymore. And like you said, he's gonna be on the IR. I'll say this on... about Lamar Jackson. Here, here's why I'm I'm all pro, like all for Lamar Jackson signing a contract. So first of all, when he came into the league, he ran that gimmick offense that some teams only saw once every four years. Okay, so when you see one offense every four years, you're not preparing for it. So anytime you saw an NFC schedule team on that schedule, they're going to win that game because they're not going to want to put a lot of time in to prepare for that. Then the AFC team saw it every once every three years, and then plus the teams that were slotted like – second or whatever in the divisions yeah, in the AFC on the schedule. So teams rarely saw Lamar Jackson. So now that they've seen him for four years, okay, everybody right. knows what he's about. Right. And they're changing offenses. But another thing that's happened since he's come to the league is that the league has gone from the 
big linebackers that are run stoppers to people like JOK, right? Yes. Smaller, faster yep. people that can chase them from sideline to sideline. I saw Jacob Phillips chase Lamar Jackson down from the opposite hash mark all the way to the sideline and push him out of bounds for no gain. That did not yep. happen when Lamar Jackson came into this league. Yeah. So his game is no longer what it was. So he is going to have to learn how to throw the ball to win football games. Now, he can do it. I'm not saying he can't. He can. But I will take my chances with Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. I mean, I'd probably even take Kenny Pickett if you're going to like sit there and throw in the pocket all day <laughs> and run pro-level offenses. All right. So yeah, Elliot is... Elliot's gonna throw some numbers at me. Yeah. He's gonna throw a yeah. book at me. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he I'll, is. I'll throw some numbers at you. Yeah, I actually. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm generally uh, skeptical of the recent trend towards uh, quarterbacks being paid a higher percentage of the salary cap than they were in the past. Uh, right now, we're in the range of typically um, approaching twenty percent of the salary cap, whereas 10, 15 years ago, it was more like maybe 12%. And I don't think that that the quarterbacks have gotten that much better. Maybe they have. Patrick Mahomes has justified that by winning the Super Bowl with a higher percentage salary cap in the season that he won the Super Bowl than was ever uh, accomplished before. But uh, Lamar Jackson is going to be a nice, comfortable number now. It's actually gone down since he signed his contract, he's, he's not going to be paying uh, or not going to be drawing uh, 32 million. Is he getting 1 million? No, it's not going to be 1 million. Oh, he's, he's going to be, be suspended. Oh, the, the, what counts is the amount that he will be charged in the salary cap charge for 2023. That's all we care about really right. is this season. And it'll probably be some kind of nice number like, 15 million or something like that. I'm just guessing. Yeah. But, but uh, so, Elliot, I want to say this in response. Mm -hmm. The NFL is not the same NFL as it was 10, 12 years ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. The reflection of a higher salary cap hit for quarterbacks is the reflection of how this is now a quarterback league. I would say a while ago, it is a quarterback league, but it's not like it is now. If you don't have a guy that can throw the ball all over the yard, you're not going to win football games. You may win some football games, but you're not going to win in the Super Bowl. Teams that win the Super Bowl have these guys that are just incredible, that can throw the ball over the place, and you have to pay them. So they get paid that percentage because they're worth it to your team. So I don't, I mean, I understand what you're saying, that the percentage of the cap is going up, but the importance of the quarterback to the overall success of the team is probably a proportionate percentage as is reflected in the cap. Well, I I don't know. I think the pendulum is going to swing the other way. I think too many teams are getting burned by stupid contracts like Matty Ryan and uh, the Wentz deal. <laughs> Matt Ryan was a like bad that. contract? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Matty Ryan had a big contract, and Atlanta really took it in the undershorts because they had to pay him off. And uh, Carson Wentz had a big contract. And even Aaron Rodgers, as good as he is, is costing the Green Bay Packers – 40 some odd million this season, even though he's not playing yep. for the green Bay Packers and teams are going to get tired of paying that kind of money. And uh, I think that the pendulum will swing back the other way. Now the quarterbacks are not going to suffer, but I think it will be 
tend, trending back towards the 12, 14% level rather than the 18 to 20% level. That's just my opinion. Anyway, I don't like Lamar Jackson's big, fat, hairy contract. I think it's probably a little <laughs> bit more than Baltimore should have paid, but it's not going to hurt them. Good for them. Season. Neither is Deshaun yeah. Watson's contract going to hurt the Browns this season. Don't uh-huh. worry about it in a couple of years. We are not going to worry about it this season. Deshaun Watson's cap hit this season is just fine. It's about $19 million. It's yeah. very affordable. The Browns may have problems with some of the other players that they've signed on the, the uh, play now, buy later plan, but it's okay. The Browns are in good shape, relatively speaking, in terms of the salary cap situation. They can afford to sign some free agents, and they have. We're going to have a well-staffed team in 2023. Hey, I got a question, guys. Do you want to shift gears here to the number one pick here? They're showing all these guys on the screen here, and, you know, Will Levis's perfectly punchable face is on the screen. Well, it was. (laughs) But... Uh, let me let me just ask you guys. Look at that crowd. Can you guys see the crowd there? They're 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 showing that they're in Kansas City. Oh, have I, they drafted yeah, yet? I, I love DC. Yep. Gotta love Apparently PC. it's not 2020 and you can put Did they draft people Stroud around. yet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think I don't think they're on the clock yet, but okay. you're you're overestimating Carolina's ability to make an intelligent, informed decision here. Oh. <laughs> no, no kidding. Hey, by the way, Joel, I gotta interrupt you. Like you were like, you know, you've been talking to us, you know, off air about how you're you know, you're kind of getting used to this whole podcasting thing, you know, getting you know acclimated. But in listening to your awesome interview the other day with your your buddy there from Carolina, you you and him had done uh, some podcasting previously. I was a part of a, a Carolina Panthers podcast for about six months um, oh. called On the Prowl Podcast, where we podcasted uh, the Carolina Panthers. In fact, you know, next week we're going to do the after pick yes. podcast with uh, not only Braden again, but the actual guy who ran the On the Prowl podcast. So we're going to, quote unquote, get the band back together. And, yeah, uh, make it happen. So I'm pretty happy about that. But yeah, there's a, a somewhat a... investment for me in yeah. this number one pick because yeah, you know I know well, we all have our favorite Browns team, but sometimes some of us have a favorite NFC team and yeah, you know, somebody to watch. And and I, cut... I kind of moonlight as a Panthers fan. Steve, are you a Carolina fan at all? Or are you sticking with Tennessee? I'm not even a Tennessee. No, fan. that's true. Wait, time out. Give I me didn't a mean break. <laughs> fans are here. Their fans are insufferable. I hate. I'm sorry, but they. Oh, are. by the way, speaking of Tennessee and Nashville, I, I just you talked about in the last show about how crazy Nashville is downtown. They were. I was reading a story the next day, and they were <laughs> saying that the very same thing. I thought it was pretty funny. Oh, you don't. If you live here, you don't go downtown unless you work there. What's the issue with downtown? You can't Are get you there. Kidding right? me? I, I mean, <laughs> I night. haven't around, you know, Nashville. I guess, is it that night? Well, been first in. of all, first of all, you have the bridemaid parties. We're the second largest city behind Las Vegas to host bridemaid parties. Okay. And we call them the woohoo girls because they get drunk and go woohoo. And okay. then you got the transportation. <laughs> Which are buses, tractors hauling trailers. You have you name it. They're all getting drunk. The music's really loud. It's <laughs> it's unbearable to go downtown. They shut down like three blocks. 
they used to only do it on the weekends. Now I think they do it every night. It's just, it's downtown is just too you crazy. Know, next it's time I'm driving too... to a small town, and I get behind a horse and buggy or a tractor on the back roads. I'm going to think, you know, this is like driving in Nashville. <laughs> exactly. Except there aren't a bunch of drunk women in the back of it. <laughs> Yelling, woo! Now, let me ask you this. So, like, okay, so the Carolina thing, Joel, and then with this Bryce Young and CJ C. Stroud, it CJ Stroud was like the leading candidate forever, and now it seems like this new test came out and, and it was low, and so there's this rumor that's been thrown out there by other NFL teams to try to throw everybody off on a loop. So is this all just a smoke and you know, screen of it's not real? Uh, and like, I'm glad you brought this up because I brought this up for uh, an extended measure, about 20 minutes on my podcast. Somebody wants C.J. Stroud badly, yep. and they want him to fall okay, pretty yep. bad that they're putting this stuff out there. Who okay. would that be? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, how far does he have to fall for the team to want that person? I mean, I think Stroud said it best. I'm a football player, not an S2 test yeah. taker. Not a test taker. I, I mean, I probably couldn't hear it on the other podcast, but I'm asking Braden, like, how do you evaluate a quarterback? And I just tell him I how did, I evaluate yeah. a quarterback. I'm watching film. I'm watching watch footwork. A, yeah. Footwork. I want to see what a defense is doing to a guy. I tell you what, if I had to draft a quarterback just on how defenses defended people, I would take CJ Stroud all day long. All day long. Yeah. You know, yeah. because Stroud needs, not Stroud, but Young needs one or two defined options. And after that one or two defined options break down, his mechanics break down. He starts jumping in the air, throwing off his back foot. I mean, he's like the Anderson Verjao of pocket passers, man. This guy's going to flop. So He jumps backwards and falls over. Like, he's going to get so many penalties, man. Carolina's one and Houston's two. Is, is, are the Texans just idiots when it comes to drafting? I mean, here they well, can get the, a quarterback, the, Steve. The problem is C.J. Stroud has the same agent as Deshaun Watson. And the Texans and his agent – really really don't like each other now to put that kind of animosity ahead of drafting talent is stupid it is just plain stupid i mean you know so what drew rosenhaus doesn't get along with people but you know the browns have like five guys who are represented by him and they're fine with them yeah i i just don't get it i i just don't get why cj stroud is considered not the number one pick. And I'm a little biased. I'm an Ohio State fan. But, you know, you look at the other options. Uh, Bryce Young is small. I mean, yeah. you know, so what? He's He's got the it factor. Well, you know, Baker Mayfield Ooh. had the it factor. Well, too. if he's got the Johnny it factor, Manziel, then we got to go with him. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Manziel. And he was a shrimpy, too. Joel, I got to tell you. Go ahead, Steve. And then you bring in Will Levitt and Anthony Robinson. You know, <laughs> They've got I'm the impactor too. If, if you lose to my alma mater, Vanderbilt, <laughs> you shouldn't be a number one draft pick. I'm sorry. I think he looks like the, the good all-American white boy with the blonde hair and big arm, big guy. People are like, oh, my God, I can put him on billboards. He can sell us tickets. <laughs> Like, I don't know what. 
I, I don't. I don't get it. He would be perfect in Texas with that owner and how much like he and Deshaun Watson to get along. The McNairs. I'm just <laughs> oh, saying, yeah. those yeah, two would like go. be a, like a fit in a glove, man. Like we got the perfect little white boy we're trotting out there, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I got to stop. But you oh, know, careful, careful. Put, put him on the yeah, put him <laughs> put him on the billboard. We're good. <laughs> the um... <laughs> oh Lord have mercy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna get banned from Twitter. Just watch. <laughs> oh, they're gonna announce the. I think we're starting the clock here. Okay, we've got the uh, gal from Saturday Night Live, who is. Yeah, I don't watch TV, so I don't even know who idea who this person is. So we've got the NFL Network on here. I don't know if you guys are watching ESPN, but I got NFL Network going. Who's this I've guy on the right? And then this guy, he's the guy from uh, the TV. What's the TV chance show that? The family, they're all... He's from Kansas City, so... Yeah, like that guy Biff from Back to the Future is from Kansas City, wasn't he? <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I went to a conference. Went to a philosophy conference in Kansas City and, like, watching the news on the in the hotel room and, like... Yes. They brought that yeah. guy out, Biff. I'm like, that's Biff from Back to the Future. Look at that crowd in <laughs> Kansas City. Oh, it's there he is. I tell you. Uh-oh, Patrick Mahomes bringing out the... Oh, with Travis Kelsey. I wonder how many cows they have to kill to barbecue for that many people. Boy, would you guys like to see Travis Kelsey in, in a Cleveland Browns uniform eventually? I don't know if he'd be the same tight end as he is with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was going to. Oh yeah, there we go, Elliot. I was going to make an argument about C.J. Stroud about quarterbacks that play for super teams. Yes. The problem is, is that you can't really judge because there is no bad play. Yeah. You throw in a double coverage. That's a good play. Right. Wow, he really threaded the needle on that one. No, it's you know the receiver made a fantastic play on it. Um, so you have to be yeah, really no, careful. No matter where C.J. Stroud goes, he will not have the same wide receiver core like he has at Ohio State. Yes, that, yeah, that's, that's true. That will not happen. That's very true. And if he goes to Carolina, I, he's not going to have a real true number one receiver there anyway. Speaking of that, yeah. not. Totally different subject. Well, not this different subject, but prior to this, just starting right now, they had the uh, red carpet where they had the, the players in, uh, be introduced and they talked to the NFL Network. And CJ Stroud had a very nice. He had his mom there and his sister, 
and uh, spoke very highly. It was interesting to see all the other guys that came up. The that Joey Porter kid that's um yeah Joey Porter Jr. Can't his say. dad played for the Steelers. I never liked the guy. Anyway, the the kid he came up by himself. He said that the uh, dad wasn't ready yet at the hotel or wherever, so he came. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, his father was not quick, so if he's no. a little slow, that's that's typical. Hey, where's your uh, oh. uh, terrible towel? You got your terrible towel out? I, I do have a terrible towel. We should, was, we should, you know, anytime we talk about the Steelers. Was Porter Sr., was he the guy that started the fight on the middle yes. of the field in Cincinnati? Yes. He starts all the... What in the world, man? He liked to start everything. He was always a talker. I, the thing of it is, he went out and he picked a fight with a player, and that's how they beat the Bengals. It's messed you know, up. There is, um, the oh, State. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I live in that Cincinnati area. You're not forgetting it. So, Frank Reich <laughs> is the new... So, Joel, Frank Wright is the new mm-hmm. co- uh, coach of the Carolina Panthers. A good coach, good pickup, you believe, could lead oh, the I think Panthers so. back I think, to... You know, he's out of that... that uh, uh, you know, speaking of Kansas City, he's out of that lineage right there from... I can't think of yep. his head coach's name right now. It's off the top of my head. Andy um, Reid. Andy Reid, out of that Andy Reid system. So they're going to look a lot like um, New England... Not New England. Look a lot like Philadelphia next year. So, you know, the Jalen Hurts th- model, you know, the whole in the shotgun. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. My question is, can they protect... You know, if they take Bryce Young, which I hope they don't do, but if they do, you know, they're going to have to protect him somehow. They're well, going to figure yeah. something out. There's eight minutes left in the clock here, so we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, they're just milking this so they can get all the Panthers talk out there for the first pick. Uh, of so course. What? Be, how did you become this um, Panther fan? Tell the fans the story again, because you you're a Browns fan, but you oh, I'm a of... Browns fan at heart. So. Uh, it actually came to me through Kung Fu. So I do Lai Tung Pai Kung Fu and Ellie and I were talking about Kung Fu and the style that I do actually has its base of operations in Charlotte. So whenever I would go to Charlotte, people would know that I would like write for Dog Pound Daily and I do a lot about yeah. football just from conversations. So they're always asking me, what about the Panthers? What about this? What should the Panthers do this, this, this? Mm. So finally, I just gave in and like watched an entire season of the Panthers. Fell in love with Luke Keekley, by the way. That guy was yeah. amazing. You know, Cincinnati guy, you know. Yes. But, uh, you know, just it kind of just stuck. I just kind of followed him. Rooted. Eventually, you find yourself rooting for him and it just kind of like stuck there, you know. But they never really were my like, I am a Browns fan period you know and on the side i kind of like keep an eye on carolina and i root for them and that kind of thing but when they played that first week i was there with my browns everything uh-huh so yeah. there's no no question oh you were at the game you went there yeah you were there yeah so we went there to the game because like i said i got a lot of friends there you know yes. so we just kind of oh. if i had known that i'd have gone with you i almost drove there just because i wanted to see baker Hey, speaking of, uh, we got to get together and go to that. What's this place we got to join up and go to lunch or breakfast? There's a place off of I-70. You said, Joel? We oh, I was just talking about a, a, there's a station off of uh, uh, um, Ohio 40 off of I-70. It's just a a Haslam-owned, well, actually the Haslam's don't know, but oh. Berkshire Hathaway-owned Pilot Flying J. Oh. <laughs> Figured it'd be appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I just I get back onto this whole Panthers first pick thing. I think C.J. Stroud's the better pick. He will stand there in the pocket and look for somebody to throw to, to yeah. a fault. 
and I guess if I had to pick a fault that I would had to fix, I would rather fix a guy and say to him, when there is 10 yards ahead of you, move the sticks. Just run 10 yards and slide. Yeah. Rather, rather than trying to tell somebody, okay, if your first two reads aren't there, run for your life and don't get hit. You know, because right. that's what they're going to have to tell Bryce Young. Yes. Yeah, I would well, be. I mean, my pick, I mean, C.J. Stroud should be taking number one here. Um, well, right now the odd makers have uh, Young going one, uh, number one, Stroud going two. Okay. That's the well, latest I mean, odds. I mean, Houston would Vegas. be smart to take Stroud. I mean, that would, I mean, Houston's just made so many stupid mis- picks over the years, you know. Yeah, I know. Well, decisions, but Bill O'Brien's not there anymore. So, <laughs> so after now, after those two, picks, wasn't he in Alabama for a while, with Bryce Young? Now, what's yeah, his yeah. About? Oh, well, yeah, he went to Alabama. You know, the Nick Saban uh, uh, mm-hmm. reclamation league. Everybody goes there, gets better, and then they go on and go back to the NFL. Now, what's this? Uh, so, I heard a rumor in the last hour or so about Arizona. The Cardinals are trying to. Um, move back from their three spot and throw in DeAndrea, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And that's the sticking point. Okay. Nobody wants Hopkins contract. I'll say if that goes down, we need to call up Bill Polian and find out if it's legal for teams in the NFL to offload contracts because if you can't trade contracts, you have to trade picks. Yes. You guys remember that when the Browns traded for, uh, yeah, gargantuan guy. I don't know what his name. Six foot seven dude, and the the Browns traded cap space. Well, nobody Brock traded Eisler. cap space. Brock Eisler. Oh my yeah. gosh, nobody traded cap oh, space. God. We just took their bad contract, ate it on our cap space, yeah. and then cut the guy. You know, and the draft pick turned into Nick Chubb. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, oh, speaking of, well, not speaking of. Let's. I just wanted to throw this out at you, Houston tonight again. They pick at number twelve, 12. which mm-hmm. would have been the Browns. two and twelve. Which would have, the twelve pick would have been the Browns pick. That's the pick that right. Houston got from us. Okay, so I'm kind of interested to see what they take at twelve if they keep at twelve. Yeah, my friend Braden on that podcast really thinks that C.J. Stroud's the guy. Not well, C.J. Stroud, but they think Bryce Young is the guy. The because I think it's going to be Bryce Young. Well, he thinks Bryce Young is the guy. Period. Like he's so accurate and he's so this, he's so that. I'm like, dude breaks down under pressure. You know. When you rush him up the middle, he just falls apart. And if I'm Joe Blow from Ohio that can see this on tape, you know NFL coaches are going to see this on tape. And if they pick him, they better invest their next three picks in two guards and a center. Right. Well. Or they're you know, in trouble. But he makes a great commercial. So, you know, that's all that <laughs> well, matters. He, he's also from the South. You know, North Carolina is technically a part of the yeah. Southeast. So you, you can sell tickets. I really hope that the – the Johnny Manziel-esque thinking process wasn't at play in, in North in Charlotte. There, you know, I don't know if there's any homeless guys out there. Pick, yeah, pick yeah, who's the homeless guy recommending? <laughs> we gotta yeah. find that homeless guy and interview him. Somebody go downtown and find the homeless guy. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see. We can, we can probably find him for the podcast, Joel. I think if we put our minds, yeah. in, we can find that guy and interview him. He should have put on a mock draft. I'd be interested. With the homeless guy Everybody doing else a mock does. draft? Yeah, well, I think he's... Uh... 
We need to make this happen. Drafting quarterbacks at the top of the draft. We, we need like to find a way else. to make this happen. I'm just saying. We need to interview the homeless I know. guy on the next Gotta podcast. Gotta find this homeless guy. <laughs> well, maybe we'll send him an email. Maybe he can send us an email back. Tonight on the Fanatical Elves Network. We the found homeless the homeless guy. guy. Hey, if you're watching and listening to us on this podcast, give us your thought. We need we're trying to find some good characters to vi- to, to interview. I know, so send I'm, us your. I'm comments. sure he's he's hey, recommending you, Bryce Young oh, for sure. Here's oh, is the this pick. the pick? Is this yeah. the pick? Yeah. Here we go. Here yeah, comes here Bryce Young. Here comes Bryce Young. I'm hoping it's DJ Shout still. There it is. No, it, it's Bryce Young. Young. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. Well, I hope you're still a Carolina Panther fan, Joel. Well, here we go. We'll find out. How it goes. They have a stool for him to stand on so he can reach the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Is he going to bring the lollipop guild out with him? Uh, lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't say too much. This I guy's 5'10", and he's making so much more money than me right now. Mm. Yeah, I know. I'm 5'10", and I wish I was making that kind of money. This guy's just instantly got himself like a $14 million bonus. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, the he's got the draft exactly hat. fit on top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> they could have been some bobby pins <laughs> and put it in there just to make it fit. It is oh. kind of a neat location. This, this Union Station in Kansas City is um, pretty historic. It's kind of a neat venue to have the event. So Bryce Young, um, here com- Carolina here fans going to be happy? Here comes the Commissioner Bro Hug. At least he didn't wear a dress. Oh, wow. Remember Danny Shelton wore a dress? Yeah. No, no, no. Was he wore a dress? No, no, wait. That was uh, ethnic Samoan um, costume. Yes. You're, you're okay, really yeah. going to get banned on Twitter. There, Somebody's going to ban me. See, this is this is the, the kind of stuff you can hear on the what the elf was that You, you are so yeah, politically you want, incorrect. You want controversy. I know. I say it uh, all with love. Hear I don't it. actually mean the stuff. I'm just saying it with love and just fun. And I'm a happy, <laughs> oh, fun, see. joking okay. guy as they revoke my Twitter account. <laughs> okay, here's his highlights. Oh, yeah, you're not going to see him throwing off his back foot as he jumps back. Oh, no, no. To he's, avoid somebody up he's the middle. Oh, he can, he he's, can throw the pill. That's no question about it. Oh, yeah, he can throw the ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, that's not a question. Look how he's... Totally unpressured on every throw. <laughs> well, he can even escape pressure and throw the ball. He can roll out and throw the ball. Look at that. Well, there you go. Escaping like... pressure. Escaping Are you pressure. guys all watching the same feed? I, you're watching. Probably. I'll tell you what. That play does not happen in the NFL. Two people aren't going to touch him in the NFL, and he's going to be still running. That's not happening. Good point. Good point. And in this play, he's getting tackled. He's not He's not standing there throwing that ball. Right. And if, if pro defensive lineman will be faster than he is and they'll be twice his weight they just compare him to jim kelly i don't know let me turn it up here or is that doug flutie (laughs) (laughs) oh please Uh, somebody i look like jim kelly well like he's just like jim kelly is the last guy to execute a drop kick yeah jim kelly was yep no, 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 Doug Flutie. Oh, Doug Flutie. Flutie. Was he with yeah. 
New England at the time, or was that with Buffalo? Yeah, New England, I think. I think that totally has Bill Belichick. Wasn't it San Diego? I think it was San Diego. That sounds like a Belichick thing. I'm just going to say that. That sounds like a Belichick thing. I think Belichick would do something. (laughs) Yes, he would. Wow. Well, the real question is, who does Houston take next? You know, they've got right. people thinking he's going to take some kind of defender here. Yep, that's a that's the big deal. I mean, if they pass on CJ, I just I don't know, man. I, they're, they're just, well, that could be a blessing for I mean, CJ. He was with as well. the Patriots. You're right. He was with the Patriots yep. when he did that. Yeah, that sounds like yep. a Bill Belichick thing to do with his nod to history. <clears throat> he's she, he's shorter than the than the Melissa Stark, the reporter. I know that hair, that hat helps him though. Like it gives him good. Which one is it? The on. hair or the hat? <laughs> it's, it's it's a combo. I'm trying I'm trying not to be banned off Twitter. It's his hat. Oh, the hat. The hat is really kind of tall. You know, he's got one of those flat bill hats. You know. So I think he's going to be in a good offense in Carolina. I think uh, Reich will put him in a good spot. I mean, I'm not sure that he's he's not going to be asked to drop back and be a traditional. It's going to be a yeah, rolling kind of like what we're doing mm-hmm. in Cleveland a little bit, right? Well, he has well, a good it, coach. That's, he's got a that's, good coach. Yeah, that's good that's the positive here. And I think he's going to be put in a good position. They're going to understand his skill set. I, I can't believe they think they're going to bulk him up. I've read this report where they're going to bulk him up. I can't believe that's going to be can't see him being bulked up. That guy, yeah, he's not the yeah, He drinks too much Dr. Pepper. They got to be taking CJ. <laughs> I bet they're trading out. If they don't take CJ, they'd be dumb not to trade this pick out. They're going to take C. Look, bookies are never wrong. They're taking CJ Stroud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. But it was funny today down here in Columbus. All that they had on the radio, on talk radio, sports radio here, was how CJ Stroud could be, you know, falling in the draft. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, such craziness well here in nashville the big thing was well mike vrabel knows ryan day so they're trading up to get cj Stroud. and i'm like okay no <laughs> that's not hey, gonna if, they, if these guys take here they'll probably take the uh oh, i can't think of his name the defender in alabama but if if they oh, they're pass gonna take on the quarterback so if they Stroud pass on the quarterback taking, the cardinals are on the clock right now if they don't take a quarterback the texans then they need. Then Arizona needs to just trade out. Yeah, I mean they've they've I already agree. got their version go. of Bryce Young. The pick is in. Here they come. Come on, CJ. There you go, CJ Stroud. Okay, boom. I'm Smart almost kind of sad for him. Now he has to go yeah. play in Texas. He's crying, dude. He's actually crying. See? Good for him. Now he just needs to go out and prove that he was the number one quarterback in this draft. Well, Man, that's seven is sharp. You see that? Yeah. I think you need to prove that you're actually a better than average NFL quarterback in order to justify the draft position. Who's the yeah. uh, Texans' uh, new he's offense? A very, I'll tell you the thing about CJ. You can really see how he's a very emotional guy. And I don't like. He always, it's almost like a, I don't know, not, I don't want to compare it to somebody like Baker Mayfield, but he has that emotional sort of thing, you know, and he, sometimes when you've heard him in interviews, he kind of comes off a little bit, um, 
abrasive. Um, I don't know if that's just, I don't know, but he's a firecracker. You can see it right now. Like he, you know, he could probably carry his team. I mean, he can really be a, a good team leader, but you know, to get I back think to that earlier question, I think they hired Bobby Slowick as the OC. Which means they right. they might be running right. the, uh, the uh, Shanahan wide zone yeah. stuff, which, which I think would work well for, I think Stroud. he would work well in that. Yeah. I mean, again, they're going to have to teach him to to run. You know, that's going to be the key. That's what we've missed. I never understood that. When at Ohio State, why he didn't run more? Now, don't Late the, the season uh, last year he did. Hey, now don't the Browns go down to Houston this year again and play it an away game? Uh, yeah, they play the AFC South. I don't know if they play at Houston or I think they go. I know they play down. the Titans in Cleveland. I think they go back so. to Houston again. From what I oh remember, boy. Let's, that'll be fun. Let's take a look. So they got the. Uh, oh, look at this! I was going to say they got the no pressure, C.J. Stroud highlights, but you know to, to compliment <laughs> the the Bryce Young no pressure highlights. Mm-hmm. Oh, he chewed up Georgia. There you go. So now I will say this about the Georgia game. Okay, yeah. after. What happened at Michigan, and I think with Northwestern did this to him, where they just kind of dropped back and just said, okay, we're going to drop seven and let's see you throw it into tight windows. And he didn't really run a whole lot. And I think after that Michigan game, somebody sat him down and said, you know, if there's 10 yards in front of you, go get it. Right. If you you get the C.J. Stroud from that Georgia game, I'm not even talking about him holding on the ball too long. If he says, okay, I got the yards, I'm going, he is, in Elliot's words, going yeah. to be better than an average quarterback. So the AFC South now has Trevor Lawrence. We're going to find out if that was a fluke year. C.J. Stroud in Houston. I have no idea who's going to be the quarterback of the Tennessee Titans. Will uh, Tannehill is like 118 years old. And uh, Indy, who's, who's the quarterback in Indy? Well, there was speculation they were going to take Stroud. Yeah. That's what I was hearing. Yeah. They're going to take Will. So, Indy is. Oh, geez. Well, I'm going to um, put him so aside. Will Levis. Draft Will Levis. The Browns, <laughs> the Browns do travel down to Houston again. So, the Texans. Okay. Been, so, the Browns go down to Texas. Play the Texans. Um, so, is um, is his agent going to have, like, one of those half things? You know, it's going to be a part of a Browns jersey and part of a Houston jersey because he represents the two starting quarterbacks. I mean, they're going to show that on TV. <laughs> I don't know. There's a picture of him crying on, on TV. Yeah. Man. yeah. I'd be happy, too, if I got drafted. Yeah. I think you got to be the- cooler than that. That's not cool. Not a well, good. Well, after all the crap like, he's had to listen to for the last three weeks, nah, I'd probably yeah, say, yeah, that, that's right. Especially yourself. the last forty-eight hours as well. Prepare yeah. yourself yeah. for My success. God. Come on. No, I think Tannehill <laughs> could very well be traded because of his contract situation. Who's, who's going to take that? his contract? Maybe, maybe I mean, the San Titans Francisco already got. No, Titans the, already the, got twenty-three million in dead money. <laughs> Well, but they, the, the, they, that's the situation is that if they uh, keep him, they, they incur a much larger uh, penalty for keeping him than I if think, they trade him. I, I think they already used their both their post-June 1st cuts, too. I know one wow. was Bud Dupree. I can't remember the other one. 
Okay, so the Cardinals are still on the clock. There's a minute and a half left. Oh, they're trying to work a trade. That's what I'm thinking. They should. I got if nothing somebody, on if my. If somebody uh, wants one of these quarterbacks, if somebody wants to draft Will Levis third, they need to auction this pick off. Period. They don't look very happy in there. Well, no, because the guy yeah. they wanted to auction off just got taken by the Texans. I'm not. I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah. They've just traded. Somebody predicted this. I saw a mock draft. Wow. This. So the Cardinals the trade Texans. with the Texans and the Texans move up to three? Yeah, now they're going to take the defender they want. Yep. Wow. There you go. That's wow, it. the Houston Texans got smart overnight. Man. Wait, how did the yeah, Texans they don't have Bill O'Brien anymore. <laughs> they just Somebody's back made a trade the with the Cardinals to move up. They, so they're, they were going to... Yep. The Browns pick, that number yep. twelve. They're using that to move up to three. That's right. Okay, and wow. what else? So the Browns are still involved in this in this in this draft. Oh, great! <laughs> and imagine and that. Like so so here, here comes the name that everyone can now hang their hat on. You know, we could have had this guy, except we traded for Deshaun Watson. Right. Uh, <laughs> here it comes. Let's draft another quarterback. Will Levis is still out there. We just can't resist drafting quarterbacks. Yeah, so they who, can, are, they, so they who can, are they taking right now? I think they're taking the, the, the end out of Alabama. I can't yeah. think of his name, but I, I think that's who they're taking. It's got to be it. Wow. Man, I had Dame Brugler's guide up, and it ended up closing on me. Then you got to go in there and put the password in again. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the Houston Texans just moved up to number three. They just traded away their 12 pick that they gave that to the Cardinals. I'm not sure what I else. I don't see any other trade. details yet. Yeah, nothing yet. Well, this is, you know, no one really knew what, what to expect with this draft. You know, there's a lot of unpredictability. You know, they always say that, you know, even when the Browns had their draft in Cleveland a couple of years ago, people talked about the unpredictability of it. But. So, Will Anderson. I think they're going to take Will Anderson. Will Anderson, yeah. It, it, yeah. it irritates me and it took me. I had to go look it up. But no, I think Will yeah. Anderson's going to be their guy. Okay, here you go. Here's the pick. Here you go. Card it's going to be Will Anderson. Cardinals get 12-33, a first in 2024, and a third in 2024. And the Texans get number three in 105. Okay. That's according to Adam Scheffner. The Houston Texans select Will Anderson. Jr. There you go. There, there yep. you go. So now they've got a quarterback in an edge. Yep. Well, that's the right first there. draft pick that I like. Yeah. Will Anderson, I believe in. I don't believe in the quarterbacks in this draft, really. Will Anderson. Okay, cool. So those Alabama players, man, they're like plug and play. You know, they, yes. they come, they are prepared, and they understand defensive line play. And they understand what they're doing. Yeah. They have, they have an approach. Some of these people come out here and they're just like, like 
I'm trying to think of the guy we drafted last year at Oklahoma. He doesn't have an approach. He just has a, I'm just going to run into the line and like bark like a dog or something. Like, <laughs> as Alabama, these Alabama defensive the line, line, they have yeah. a plan. They have an approach. They they know what they're doing. This oh, is the guy are. that wore like the Laverne and Shirley lapel. Yeah, look at that. Looking sharp. <laughs> I want to hear that Laverne and Shirley song. Da, 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 da. We're gonna do hey, guys, role. later on, I was going to tell you, Frank, I got to ask you guys so, so some feedback here before we go back to the Will Anderson. I'm the, our New Orleans affiliate with the uh, Fans First Sports <clears> Network. <throat> They're, um, I'm going to go on their show in about an hour, hour and a half. Uh, they have picked 29 in this year's draft. Any thoughts on the Saints this year? I mean, they, they're really kind of re rebuilding. Um, Anything I should be telling these guys when I when I go on air with them? Tell them the <laughs> Panthers are awesome and they stink. Okay, I said we, we need a dome like like you guys already have. I said Tell them, no. don't draft a quarterback. That's right. <laughs> don't rock the jukebox. <laughs> now Jarvis draft Landry, Will by the Levitt. way, Jarvis Landry's draft a free agent. Is he gonna? Is Jarvis Landry done? Is he like? Is he gonna get a deal? With a new Jarvis team. Landry's been done. He's been he, done. He's been done yeah. for a while. Yep. He is the master of the five-yard reception when you need six for an for a first down. Oh, I thought that was Dennis Northcutt. Wait. Okay. Hold on. No, that's no. Jarvis Landry. <laughs> I tell you, Jarvis Landry could block. I, I think the Browns missed that aspect of his game last year. He could come down the line and he could like blindside somebody with the best of them when they're not looking. So I'll give him that. But if yeah. they saw him coming, he was screwed. Like, he wasn't hitting anybody. But if they didn't see him coming, he could he would knock somebody out. I think he literally did when he was in Miami. Had to apologize for it. All right, so the Colts are on the board right now. The Colts are on the board at number four. Thoughts? Will Levis. Will, the quarterback? The guy that you want to punch? I'm not even being oh, serious. God. I mean, I don't. I, I think they were hoping for C.J. Stroud to come down. If I was them, and I, do they? They have a pretty solid defense. I'm not sure if they have an outstanding edge player. Then there's some on the board right now. How but, about the running back from Texas? Uh, you can't take that guy in the first round. Come on. You Somebody sure? will. Come on. Somebody will. You've you've got. What's well, the Browns Jonathan? took Trent Richardson at number three. <laughs> the Colts have a running back. <clears throat> They have well, a good running back. That's true. Yeah, I, that's true. I can see a receiver coming off the board. How about, how about you're going to need a quarterback? How about Tyree Wilson. Oh, yeah. The kid from Texas Tech? Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah. I could see that. I could. I had him actually in a mock draft I did going to the Lions. After well, the pick is in. Okay. So they're not trading out. I think they should have traded out unless they got a, an edge rusher they like. Yeah, somebody's got to like Will Levitz. All right, so the deal no, is they don't. Said, no, don't stop drafting <laughs> quarterbacks. This is stupid. <laughs> they, they aren't that good this year. Yeah, why would Tennessee, in the second why would, round? They're let me gambles. ask you, Steve. Why, why would Tennessee want a quarterback? Didn't they just draft Malik Willis? Wasn't he like the all-world guy that was going to be like in the middle of the first well, round? Well, they, they if of, if well, you they go back, they drafted a huge if you go back and look at the only game he had when he was in college is last year against a good opponent. It was old Miss. He got destroyed. <laughs> I'm oh, well, round was way too early for him. I agree. 
I, I remember people just arguing with me nonstop. Oh, my God. This guy is the greatest thing ever, and how can he not be drafted until the third round? I'm like, he was lucky Elliot, to be drafted in the third round. <laughs> Elliot, That's cashing in. <laughs> man, don't be doing this stuff, man. Don't be don't be like spoiling the picks for us. That's going to make me mad. Man. Okay, don't, I'm not going don't do to. do that. I'm going to drink my orange Kool-Aid. I want to see it on now, John's I, TV like everyone I, else. I pulled out the uh, milk chocolate covered pretzels. Anybody got any good snacks tonight? Oh, come no, on. I wish I did. No. <laughs> These have been in the refrigerator up here for a while. You know, I had this. This is my man. This is my Cleveland Browns, my Cleveland loft now. We've. My wife's been working on this, and it's uh, really coming together. Do you guys see the football? Can you guys see the football helmets? Yeah. They're a little low, but get, you, you kind of see them. I got to get a shout out. My my buddies in Kansas, where I you know lived for half my life. They uh, the the one guy he takes the old football helmets from the high school, and he's re repainted a few of them. So I got a, a Browns helmet oh, here. Really? I got got my Buckeye helmet, and then we got the Worcester Generals, the Worcester Generals, Worcester, Worcester, Worcester Ohio. That was my high school. So there you go. And then we well, got the Nick, we got the Nick Chubb up there in the corner. In my shrine area, which is back over here, I've got a, a game-worn Browns helmet. Ah, oh, there you go. Wow. A, okay. a friend of mine gave it to me years ago, decades ago. Okay, the pick is in. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh no. my goodness. Anthony Richardson. <laughs> oh, Elliot? Elliot. Elliot, don't blow it. Don't look nasty, man. You, you can talk now. Go for it. Boom. My God. Terrible. What the hell? Elliot's speechless. No, it's it's madness. I mean, it's a very high risk. Terrible. Um, yeah, it might work out in three years. Um, mm-hmm. He's not that accurate, first of all. He's, and he's a not terrible Cam decision maker. Huh. And he's not again, Cam Newton. He lost to my. I never heard of the kid before, Vanderbilt. like a couple months ago. I mean, what? I mean, he went to Auburn, right? No, so, Florida. so this should be the first floor no, of scouting. If you've Please. never heard of the guy before draft talk, there's a good chance he's going to be a busted quarterback. Right? I mean, come I'm on. I'm just putting that I, out there for you. Well, see, John, <laughs> we don't know about don't, Anthony Richardson you, yet. John, John, you don't get force fed SEC football like I do. Oh, man. I mean, I, I get every freaking SEC game. So what is the thing yeah. on this guy? What? Why is this like, okay, I mean, the Colts. He's big, he's got a strong arm, and he's athletic. And That's about it. Number, first round is a reach. I, yes. I know, absolutely. At number four? Yeah. Man, I'd have put bets he out makes, that this guy wasn't going to the third round either. Yeah, I. speaking of Malik Willis, he's a little bit bigger. So who's the coach now at the Colts? With the Colts, it's not Jeff Saturday anymore, right? <laughs> or is it Jeff well, Saturday? It looks like Jeff Saturday found his they, pick. Well, that's that. what I was going to just say. Is he still the coach? <laughs> I don't know. I what's have going no on idea. With this. I don't know what's going on with this pick, man. I mean, when I, I could understand Cam Newton when he came out. Yeah, he had some accuracy issues. Oh yeah. But he took Auburn, and that was a team I think that had one, maybe two players drafted in the NFL. And they won yeah. a national championship, right? That, yeah. Yeah. that is what you want out of a guy. This guy, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't this understand. Guy, I don't understand. Guy, I don't understand. This guy lost to my alma mater, Vanderbilt. Okay, enough said. 
It's just nuts. That's, they lost at Vanderbilt? Yeah, here in Nashville. I watched oh the game. That's Will Levitt's lost to Vanderbilt at Kentucky. Figure that one out. Man, you guys be slandering that Vanderbilt program. Come on, man. Oh, I love I they're they're getting to the point now where they could finish six and six. Um, <laughs> so hey. you you saying hey you got like the SEC crammed down your throat. I lived in Atlanta for a couple years. So I, I kinda get it, right? You know, <clears throat> I would be like touting my Notre Dame stuff, and they're all laughing at me. Notre Dame doesn't play anybody, and you know, talk about Ohio State, and oh, Ohio State doesn't play anybody. And I'm looking at the SEC, man. There's like three, four good teams in that conference, and they all play in like one division. Yeah, yeah it's uh, you have your teams that you beat up on, like lsu plays louisiana directional school and uh, georgia plays georgia state and uh, alabama technical school of the west side of uh, bubba county when you think about their quarterback coach and you think about cam that's that's who alabama plays they played uh they play ovc schools they played some team i've never even heard of before I mean, they legit played a team I never heard of before. Austin P. I think they played Austin P. Last. No, I've heard of Austin P. Yeah. Well, they always one. pick an OVC school and throw them a million bucks. And invite them down to Tuscaloosa and beat the crap out of them. I'm gonna take a small break. You go ahead. We've got. Um, we're live right now with the Fanatical Elves. Network, part of Fans First Sports Network, and uh, we are with you. We're on pick number five right now. There's three minutes left for the Seattle Seahawks to make their selection. We just had a a, a run of quarterbacks in the first four picks. Elliot, how do you how are you feeling right now? <laughs> I think it's a it's a draft that would be concocted by sports writers, truthfully. <laughs> you think they're uh, they're uh, listening to Mel Kuyper? Is that what you think? I think Mel probably had a – I don't have Mel Kuyper's draft guide, but I think Mel probably exercised more common sense. Well, I, Mel Kuyper lost me when he uh, graded the – 99 and 2000 drafts by Dwight Clark. He gave them both A pluses. And that's when I went, well, goodbye, Mel. Not going <laughs> to listen to you anymore. Hey, we have our other colleague. Just to let you guys know, we have our other colleague, uh, BP from Pepper Pike, who's going to be uh, joining us here in about 15 minutes uh, for a few oh, minutes. Cool. Um, I, we're going to stay live until probably, I'm thinking, 9 15 9 30 if all of you want to stay on you're welcome to um but probably wrap well, i'll probably up have here. to go here in about yeah. 15 20 minutes yeah so but, we'll probably uh, wrap things up here shortly everybody but we've got another probably another 20 25 minutes we'll probably we'll probably be on live uh bp from pepper pike is going to join us also here in about 10 15 minutes and then we'll probably wrap the show up here about 9 15 or 9 30 so just want to yeah. remind everybody we're going to be here live again yes tomorrow night Yes, and tomorrow and night, Saturday, we are live. We're just we're not sleeping. We're just gonna you know no. just carry on. This is the marathon of the Fanatical Elves Network. If you'd like to donate 
to our wonderful podcast, please. Uh, you can email the show. Um, wait, we don't have an email yet. Okay, n- never mind. <laughs> I have the J Cleveland Pod at Gmail. If you want to, if you want to email your donation, just write us checks to cash. Yeah, we, yes, we cash. And I'll, I'll give you a before sell. I go. I'll give you a PO box you can send it to here. Folks, in we're making bazillions of dollars here with this podcast, so we really, you know, we're just giving back. We we are, you know, we we want. We love doing what we're doing. We like talking football and the Browns. So, yeah, like Steve, like you were saying, tomorrow night the draft starts around 7 o'clock. The Browns pick is at 74, so it's not necessarily – Which is roughly last year pick 74 was at 945 Eastern. So we may and come pick, on a little bit pick later. Pick 98 was okay. at 1110 Eastern. So if you're listening to us – if you're listening to this live right now, or if you listen to the podcast tomorrow, probably maybe come on the air if you can join us and any of your colleagues that are listening right now, Elliot or Joel, we might be on around maybe 830, I'm thinking. Um, it's kind of a work in progress. And then on Saturday, um, we starts at noon. At noon. So, yeah, join us then. And picks happen fast and furious on Saturday. They have four minutes in between picks, but a lot of what do you guys think? We're talking on air here, Steve. What do you think? Should we get on the air a little bit earlier than eight thirty tomorrow? Let's let's have a group vote. Well, just tell me I'm there. um, Yeah, just tell me when I'm here. I'm I'm going to be watching it anyway. (laughs) Unless the Browns, I would. I don't want to miss. You know, some like they go up a little bit, but yeah, technically it starts at what seven. In the second round, I'm telling you, if seven Will Levis doesn't Eastern, get drafted yeah. tonight, we got to start at seven and just like hold up our Will Levis signs. <laughs> wow. Why don't we? Why don't we plan on? We'll, we'll join the <laughs> draft. I wear we'll, like a black armband if Will Levis doesn't go. In the first all right. Well, night. I'm I'm all in for Friday night, so I'm gonna let's say we go on live about seven thirty or so, seven forty-five. We'll get on a little okay. bit earlier, and then we'll just we'll just hope that we have our signs made up, and we'll bring the orange Kool Aid again, and. Uh, I'm going to go buy some Kentucky gear. There you go. Has there anybody go. been to that campus? It's a really nice campus. Well, I got an like autographed a... picture of Tim Couch if you want me to show it to you. That's spoken oh, yeah. like a true I southern, I say, southwestern Ohio person. 1999 draft, we had Tim Couch, and then we got the, we got the pick uh, in at Kevin number five. Johnson in the second round. I thought it was a good draft. They got to the playoffs by year four. That was pretty good. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Elliot. He mm-hmm. went. He, yeah. Oh, cornerback. I thought they said cornerback. Oh, man. I thought it was the kid from Kentucky for a moment. I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> no, Devin Witherspoon does not have a punchable face. So that is not well, the there guy. There you go. Now, he's the, he was the, <laughs> the highest rated one, correct? Hey, I kind of like that outfit there. Check that out. A nice that and yeah. Oh, there's Gonzalez, right? The kid in the white jacket right there. Yep. Devon Weatherspoon. Now, I I like his teammate there for the Brownies, uh, Martin Jardavius Martin, uh, safety cornerback, could come to the Browns potentially tomorrow or on day three. I guess the only real Hmm. question I have about Weatherspoon is like, how high did he score off the charts on the athleticism chart? Because that's that's who Seattle takes. They look for all these people with athleticism out the wazoo, and that's who they take. Right. Yeah, we'll teach well, them football. 
Yeah, athleticism is why they took Anthony Richardson, why the Colts took Anthony Richardson. He scored very well at the Combine. He just didn't play very well at football uh, during the regular season. What was that movie Moneyball? That's kind of important, don't you think? (laughs) It's that movie Moneyball. They're all sitting around the table and, like, he's got all these traits. Yeah, but can he play baseball? Right. That's my question. Can he play football? <laughs> can he play baseball? <laughs> to, to me, like that's the ultimate question. You know, can he play football? Like he can jump out of well, a luckily, phenomenal. Luckily, now the, the Browns. Browns speaking of speaking of Seattle, this year the Browns go out and play Seattle, the Rams, and one more team. Oh, the Ra- the Rams and jeez. Uh, um, anyway, they go out to the West Coast. And they play I'm, Seattle. I'm eyeing uh, that Rams game. Yes. Go ahead. I'm interrupting. No, you. I just said my daughter lives out there in Seattle, so I I'm already once that. Oh, you got a place to stay. There I know. Go. I'm excited. I've never been to that new stadium. Now, do you know when the original Kingdome was built back in the day? Like in the it was the early '80s, 1982. Actually, I was out there in Seattle. My dad had a convention he went to for business took my sister and I and we got to go take a tour of the Seattle Kingdom before it was open to the general public that was 1982 of the spring in spring of 82 so and then nice. they blew it up a few years later and then doesn't one of you there for every, the implosion no but it was kind of sad they didn't keep that very long yeah Anytime anybody mentions the kingdom, I can still see Randy Johnson's face as Kenny Lofton is running down the third baseline behind him. Wonderful moment. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can't abandon my entire Cincinnati area roots. I tend to think of Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. out there. Oh, yes. Do you know, uh, oh, yeah. Joel, s- small story there. Um, the, um, the, the Griffies lived, grew up in Cincinnati area, right? Mm-hmm. When I was younger, growing up in Wooster, Ohio, my neighbors, Wooster, Wooster, my neighbors were the Jehos. They they came from Cincinnati and lived in the same neighborhood and went to the same elementary school as the Griffies. And so it was the either the late '80s, early '90s, right? It was the early '90s when Ken Griffey Jr. came to play. He was playing with his Mariners there. They had the old uniforms. We went to the game. My my buddy, Dan, uh, Dan the man, Jiho, lifelong friend, he walked down to the railing of where the Mariners are playing. Ken Griffey comes over, okay? They have a 10-minute conversation. Like, they they just went and carried on and because they, they kind of knew each other from the old neighborhood. I And I Uh-oh. went to the game with my old um, – uh, John, old behind you. Uh-oh, we got a trade. We'll pause that story. We have a trade. So now, oh, Arizona so has moved back. The Detroit Lions have traded with the Cardinals. So whoever, all right. Well, you think let's... Detroit would stay there and draft a uh, wide receiver who doesn't gamble. But <laughs> Cardinals are going to take Will Levis. Oh, don't say that. My God. I'm going to say that know. for every pick until he's I don't picked. know. I don't know if Elliot's going to last. <laughs> I think Elliot, Elliot's going to have a small Elliot, heart if you're attack. Watching, every... If you're watching this live, Elliot's got this stone cold look on his face. I think you need to drink more of the orange, orange Kool-Aid there in your Browns cup. 
Well, Will Levis is actually, I think, fairly draftable. Um, He's uh, also punchable. At the top of the first round. But What uh, is this? Yeah. Joel, what is this hate that you have for him? Why do you hate him so much? Uh, he just looks like a guy I want to punch, man. He just... He's got like frat boy written all over him, and I just can't stand. <laughs> I just can't. I can't deal with it. You know. I'll I'll give him credit. Two years ago, he played very well because he had one of the best offensive lines in the SEC. Some even rated Kentucky's offensive line better than Alabama's. But last year's offensive line fell apart, and so did he. So you know, I just I don't get it with him. He's Jake Locker. That's yeah. what he is. He's Jake Locker. Okay, so what had just happened here, I just want to let everybody know this, that they traded with the Cardinals, traded with Detroit. Detroit. And now Detroit then took the number 12 pick that had been given to the Cardinals. The Cardinals, yeah. Man, that twelfth pick, man. Everybody touches now, it, but nobody wants it. It's like so the, now Detroit. Well, it's from the Browns, Brown, so nobody wants it. It's yeah, a so jinx pick. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lions now have the twelfth pick and the eighteenth pick. The Lions do. All right. So the Lions sleeps tonight. So who does <laughs> Who does Arizona want up on that board? Will there? Is they going to take the running back? Do they want Robinson? I think they're going to want a receiver. Addison from USC. He's the highest rated wide receiver. I don't know. What is their defense? I mean, I'm I'm not up on the Cardinals, man. I mean, all I know is they get this little. Here we go. Watch my words. They got a small guy running around throwing the football. 12th in a 2023 second round. Okay. Not a bad haul. So the Lions got the 12th and a second round, number 34. Okay. So they're saying that Detroit wanted Witherspoon, but that he got traded or he got picked up before that. All right. Well, all right, here we go. Will Levis, baby. Oh, wow. Let's go. Will Levis. Will Levis. Let's go. The silence. Oh, the kid from Ohio State. Wow. A tackle. Yeah, they take the OT. Okay. Big man. Big, All right. big man. Well, now, I know that he was being um, – I know talking to my Bears friends in Chicago that they were asking me lots of questions about Paris Johnson. He uh, he had a really, really good senior bowl practices. Yeah. And that He's looking sharp, him. too, looking pretty dapper with that outfit. Yeah. I didn't know they made suits that big. You know, I, I just want to point out that Arizona's first-string quarterback is Colt McCoy. What about Kyler Murray? Isn't he still there? Wait, Kyler no, Murray? Kyler Murray has a ACL, and he's not going to oh. be back until, you know, like maybe mid-season, I believe. Really? Okay. So I don't, I don't oh, wow. think he's going to start. Colt, baby. Thus and, the left tackle. <laughs> 
and <laughs> Colt McCoy is uh, not all that healthy either. I no, Colt McCoy is like fifty years old, isn't he? Uh, I think he's forty-eight. No. He's he's not fifty. I think this is a good pick for them. I mean, if they're going to run an actual actually, NFL I think offense, it is too. They're going to oh, need no, a left tackle. No, it's a good pick. It's yeah. a good solid pick. <coughs> I, but but like, they've been running that like, air raid stuff. They've been running that air raid stuff with Kyler Murray for I don't know how long. So I mean, I'm not up on who their coach is now or who their OC is now. But if they're going to run an actual NFL offense, yeah, they're going to need a left tackle. So That's the three Buckeyes is, in the first six. The kids just stick with Colt McCoy, like we said. He's old and he's going to fall apart. So you wonder who's. Well, you know, that that's why somebody like Ryan Tannehill might wind up at Arizona uh-huh. for one year. Ah, one year wonder might not be a bad thing. You know, yeah, let, the, uh, the dry air will do his knees good. Baker could have gone out there, but he decided to go to the warm, humid Florida to Tampa. Yeah, I'm not sure that was a really great idea for him. But yeah, yeah I thought a, Baker might go to Arizona. I thought that's that a bad, that's a bad thing. Yeah, Baker, like, Having to play after Tom Brady and then even going to Arizona, though, you know, I don't know. Anytime the, the Cardinals have played the Browns in the past, they've just eaten us alive. We've never done well against the Cardinals. Yeah, I know. But, hmm. Wow. He was going to go seven. If he didn't go seven, he was going to go eight. Huh. Had to make this trade to get the player they have wanted all along. Monty Osenforth, the new general manager, so, and Dillon early on tonight. It sounds like three to twelve, but back up to six. So who yeah, the I'm going to check and see what they're saying about Kyler Murray and how he's. Yeah, left. let us know what you find out there. The Raiders are going to take the fastest guy in the draft. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the punter. <laughs> exactly. Didn't they? Didn't they use a first round pick on Sebastian Janikowski? Are they the ones uh, use yes a first round pick on a? Yeah, that's true. They did. Yeah, they did. Come on, man. Wow. What's oh, up, wow. gentlemen? Hey, we've got we've enjoyed we've welcomed in BP also tonight. Welcome, BP. We're watching all these selections. We just got Paris Johnson just went. Um, yeah, to the Cardinal. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. How you doing? We're good. We're good. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm a little late. I wanted to see where C.J. Stroud went. It was pretty fascinating to see where he ended up. Well, (laughs) welcome to the Will Levis watch. Yeah, the Will Levis. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's basically the the Houston Texans have won the draft. I I would agree on this. I think they've got the best edge defender and the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, it's two and three. You might as well turn the show off. Yeah. <laughs> well, long, long as we now, and I don't want to, I don't want to jinx this, but we have got to make sure that there's a couple defenders that do not go to Baltimore, and I'll be happy. I wanted. Yeah, to, I know who you. I got a feeling I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I was thinking I wanted to ask you guys a question when I saw Houston take C.J. Stroud. I mean, and then you know we've got Deshaun Watson. But like in three years, who's going to be a better team? You know, I'm not going to say next year, but like yeah. three years from now, I think it'd be interesting to go around the table and see who, you know, are we going to be the better team with Deshaun Watson or is Houston going to be the better team with CJ Stroud? Mm. Oh, three yeah. years from now. Mm. That, that mm. might be the over under for surviving uh, the uh, salary cap. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Just, you know Two or three years from now, let's just say, because CJ Stroud is not going to be an overnight sensation, obviously. You know, it takes, but 
you know, two or three years from now, who's going to be in a better spot to, you know, make the playoffs and, you know, win the Super Bowl, the Browns or the Texans? Yeah. Well, we were saying the Browns get to go down to Houston again to play the Texans this year. So yeah. that'll be, that'll be fun. Yeah. I don't have a lot of faith in the Texans organization, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe they're going to turn they, over. They, they, yeah. It's surprising that they did make the two picks, you know, because today in, in Columbus, like we said earlier, you know, his Stroud's, uh, stock was plummeting according to all these rumors so it's nice that the kid got to go number two. Oh, there's your buddy right there that that's your quarterback there joel um i'm behind i'm looking on the screen over here oh, oh okay. there he is mr yeah, punchable that? face himself <laughs> punchable face himself. <laughs> yeah there he is he just screams frat boy well the raiders it looks like the raiders are on the clock yeah they're, they're gonna take will levis yeah they are no they got their pick in no, it's either the According fastest to... guy in the draft or it's Will Levis. All right, we've got the pick is in, so we're waiting to see what they come out. They're going to say here. Again, we're coming to you live. We're on the Fanatical Elves Network, part of Fans First Sports Network. We're having a great time. We've just uh, we got the whole crew here pretty much, and uh, we're going to be on for about another 15, maybe, what, 20 minutes, guys? And then, um, yeah. again, tomorrow, just to let everybody know, the draft starts at seven o'clock. We're going to be coming on live around seven thirty, seven forty-five. Brown's first pick is number seventy-four, which Steve I said last year that was taken about nine thirty or nine forty-five. So we'll come on with plenty of time. Yeah, and then Saturday again, we're going to be live at starting around noon. So if you come on over, watch us. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere, folks. We're dancing here. We're we're having fun. We're live. And uh, I may or may not. I, I just want to give these guys. I'll be these, banned from Twitter. These kids, you are going to get banned <laughs> for the stuff you've said tonight. Um, the uh, the crew, really, these guys have really dedicated their, their time and efforts. And you know, we're not making a, a, a grand. Uh, you know, we're not making. We're making pennies, folks. So we we love football like you guys. We we follow the Browns. Pennies on the dollar. You know, we're giving. We have giveaways. You know, we're giving away a shot glass here after the Browns make their selection tomorrow. And uh, we got more fun gifts. So, um, you know, Joel's been working overtime this week. He's He produced three shows, not two shows, but three shows. The What the Elf is That is back. And he has his new show with The Village Elliot, who we uh, – what's the name of that one? The Rockets? Football, Philosophy, and Rocket Science. Excellent. We got so, the rocket science right, we got test. The, the pick Elliot. is in. Oh, Jill, Joe Elliot. Here we go. Will Levis. Will Levis. <laughs> no, it's a uh, defensive end. Tyree Wilson. Okay. Oh, there you go. Tyree. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great me, pick. Man. Great pick. I'm sorry. I hope I, I didn't spoil it. Hope I didn't spoil it for you guys. No. <laughs> You did for about, okay. about three seconds there, BP. You about you know wait an extra five seconds. <laughs> um, this kid, I'm telling you, like I did the draft, the one this mock the other day with the I had him going with the Lions, but the, his wow. physique and his they said that he could really be something special. Yeah, I also uh, look I saw, at that outfit. I saw. A I was going to say, nice suit. <laughs> I saw a report on him that he was out of shape when he got to Texas 
Is it Texas Tech or Texas A&M? He don't, he don't look Texas like he's Tech. out of shape there. <laughs> no, but they put him on a special gluten-free diet, all kinds of crazy diets, and he he is completely ripped. But Gluten-free diet, yep. There's a The NFL Network did a great story on a guy that the Browns might get, Derek Hall. I don't know if any of you guys saw it. It was, you know, they've been running it. No, like, but I've heard fantastic the fantastic I mean, human interest story on Derek Hall. Oh, my gosh. He just picked up the, uh, uh, the uh, NFL commissioner. Oh, don't do that. You might damage him. Didn't Danny Shelton do that when he was I wearing that? Crying. I think he's crying. I think he the did. commissioner is crying right now. That was the last sack Danny Shelton had. Look how big <laughs> that guy is. When he sacked the commissioner. Yeah. yeah I'm more impressed with that outfit. Joe, we got to we gotta research that outfit that he's wearing, man. You, At least you, I haven't that, seen him wear a Pee Wee Herman suit yet, so we're that, good. That um, podcast you did a couple weeks ago with um, you were talking about the the outfits that the players wore when they came into the Browns training facility. That was, that was classic. Wow. I tell you what, my wife and I had seriously contemplated doing a podcast together today, just on these outfits. When people come in, the problem is they've toned it down. No longer do you have oh my like, goodness. Lamar Jackson showing up and looking like a, a leprechaun or, you know, dude carrying a <laughs> picture of his dead grandma and stuff. I mean, you don't, you don't get that stuff anymore. Wow. This guy's huge. Whoa. I know. So, um, BP, we're we're all drinking the orange, um, the the orange Kool Aid. I've got my milk chocolate covered pretzels oh. tonight. Do you have anything snacking on tonight? Uh, that'll be later. He's okay. snacking on draft picks. <laughs> but uh, I usually like. I don't know if you guys Great Lakes beer out of Cleveland has some great beers. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm a big drink, fan of that. I usually drink big Dortmunder, fan. Dortmunder, or yeah, mm-hmm. which is their number one selling beer. Oh. They've got some great seasonal flavors as well. I particularly right, so enjoy the cold snap. We've got uh, the, I uh, think Atlanta, Atlanta has their pick. Yeah, Atlanta has got their pick in. They're pick number eight. They're coming up right now. They went to commercial. Uh, this might be Will Let's, Levis. Yeah, Will uh, Levis. Oh, uh, I hear they're wow. in love with Desmond Ritter. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, you know, that's I thought true. Desmond Ritter was the best quarterback coming out of the draft last year. I stuck my neck out there, and then like he ended up going in the third round. But I thought he was one of the better quarterbacks coming out last year. All right. So, based on this, Will Levitz, could he go to Green Bay? No, no. They They're got going with Jordan. Jordan Love. Okay. What about? Well, Love he could sit the on the bench. He could sit on the bench for 13 years. That seems to be a trend <laughs> in Green Bay. There's yeah. a, oh, speaking of, hey, not to. Well, no, I, I don't want to spoil it. I'll I'll mention Green Bay. There's something about Green Bay that will I'll mention to you later. One thing I wanted to mention to you guys is, you know, there was a chance that four quarterbacks were going to be the first four off the board tonight. Yeah. And I looked it up. That's never happened. But the closest it happened was in 2018 when the Browns took Baker Mayfield at number one and then Darnold went at number three and so on and so on. Don't forget Zach Wilson. Zach, yeah. No, Sam Darnold was that. Sam Darnold. I knew it was a Jets player, you know. Yeah, that yeah, was I, that was I the match. They were going to go one, two, three, four. I I made that uh, inaccurate prediction in 2018. I was drinking so much quarterback Kool Aid that year. I'm ashamed <laughs> of myself. <laughs> but but you think about it. Back in 2018, I mean, no, I don't know about you guys, but at the time in 2018, I don't think any of us thought it was going to be Baker Mayfield. Convincingly, I think a lot of us were talking Sam Darnold. Um, 
I want to. No, I didn't like Sam. I I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen was the other one, yeah. And then uh, Josh Rosen. I like Josh Rosen. Josh? I admit, and I, I'm ashamed of that. But I, I kind of knew it would be uh, Josh Rosen in college looked really good at UCLA. He was prolific. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. I, I did not played. think that that. Uh, I, I didn't like um, the the loopy um, motion of Sam Darnold. I thought that he was going to yeah. have a lot of fumbles. You know, not yeah. that he couldn't throw accurately, but I thought, you know, ball protection is going to be an issue for that guy. I think I was but, right about that. With, with, you know, that whole time leading up to it, there wasn't a lot of conversation, as I recall, that the Browns are going to take Baker Mayfield up until that last – few moments right i mean that last couple days or I, I think it was in play i think the top four were all judged to be fairly equal and i i, I thought so okay. too i thought I, I said i was pretty much okay uh well, well so, some people asked me or I, I said something like um i think baker mayfield is probably worth four number one draft picks and they said well i thought you liked josh Allen." and i said yeah i think he was worth six number ones <laughs> and uh that, that's probably about right. And uh, I also like Lamar Jackson. I said the only problem with Lamar Jackson is that you cannot run a conventional offense with him. You're going to have to restructure the way that you carry an offense. And I also uh, I liked what's the backup quarterback that fought with uh, uh, Garrett? Um, um, oh, uh, South Carolina guy. That Mason right Rudolph. There. Mason that Rudolph. Guy's right there in South Carolina. I like him. I still like Mason Rudolph. I don't think he's a candidate to be on the Cleveland Browns for obvious reasons. But I thought <laughs> oh, Mason Rudolph was a pretty good quarterback, and he had um, um, four years at Oklahoma State. I thought, well, okay, I think you can probably step in and play NFL football fairly quickly. So what do you guys think here? Okay, is this VP, don't spoil it. If, if, if they go defense. <laughs> I think they're going to go either corner or wide receiver. All right, pick is in. You could also go running back. Running, they could go running. Yeah. Back. I think they're. Don't spoil anything. Man. No, I won't. Is, is this the Dirty Birds? Yes. yes, Falcons. Yeah, I thought they were going to make a trade, and I thought they were going to wind up with um, Ryan Tannehill somehow. That's what I thought. Ah. Big Boys and Girls Club. Yep. We have that organization in our school. They do a really good job. Cue the music. All right, here we go. Then the pick is in. And they trade it to Tennessee. He's a little nervous. Okay, speak. <laughs> Here it is. There you go. Spoiling the draft. There it is. There you go. I was right again. You were. Bijan Robinson. This is why, there. This is why the, the Falcons are going to be last next year in their division. <laughs> I feel bad for the kid, the man. That's going to that's gonna... – I know, but we and all he... know running backs are, you know, outside of Nick Chubb, you know, we can – <laughs> well, the Eagles, the Eagles really wanted this Bijan Robinson because they lost Miles Sanders. So this is yeah. this is yep. going to hurt the Eagles. Mm. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's yep. a good point. When was the, the Eagles pick? Was 
10. At number 10. So it was almost well, like a, like, yeah, a, they take them. Yeah. 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 They like, like a block. Oh, there you go. You know, the I Eagles thought... made the Super Bowl. They had a hell of a season. They got the 10th pick in the draft and the 30th pick. So the right. Eagles are going to have a hell of a team. Yes. All right. So we're at now we're going up to. Uh-oh, Steve, are you still there? Are you awake? We got the Tennessee I'm coming up. <laughs> no, I don't care. Hey, I had to deal with. We not deal. We had our state testing, you know, and so it's so funny. This side story here. I, I helped facilitate the, the uh, tests here in Ohio for our state test. And, you know, we the kids took the test in the morning and they have to come back and take the test in the afternoon. And you know how little um, kids are like when they're three or four years old and they're all hyper and they come in. Hey, and John. Yes. The Eagles just traded up. They're on the clock. Okay. According so, to my TV. No, yeah. no, you're right. The Eagles went from 10th to 9th. Okay. And their pick is in. Oh, their pick is in. So, hmm, According to right. ESPN. So who, they, the they, might taking the a, they might be taking a defensive player or a okay. wide receiver. Remember, that guy from Ohio State is a highly oh, – Jackson true. Smith and the Jigba. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, I love him. He was – the best receiver two years ago when they had right. Garrett Wilson and Olave. Right. Wow. Folks, we're going up to – we're at pick number nine. Uh, we're going to be on the live here for a few few more moments. Uh, again, we are the Fanatical Elves show. This is day one of the NFL draft. And we will uh, we uh, will be coming back to you guys tomorrow evening. Many of the guys here will be back with us, and uh, we're going to have the Browns pick tomorrow um unless they move up into the first round which i don't think any of no. us are expecting tonight no no there, there is rumors no. here in cleveland that you know the browns could move up into the second round you know yeah. which is doable i can see that i can to see go that. from you know 74 to you know 65 or something my favorites right I've, now i i have uh, i have heard that as well they they are looking into it so see if they, they can hope they up. do I had a great I interview with uh, Jacob. Uh, many of you guys know Jacob Roach. Uh, used oh, yeah. to write for Dog Pond Daily and writes Browns Wire, now USA Today. And he and I talked the other night on the Johnny Cleveland podcast, and we were saying that um, Trenton, Trenton Simpson, Keno Benton, and the other Iowa linebacker, Jack, Jack, Campbell. Campbell, Jack Campbell, could all be in play. Can you repeat that? Can you repeat those names? Trenton Simpson, the kid from um, – Clemson, Clemson, yeah, the linebacker. Clemson, yeah. Jack Campbell, yep. the linebacker from Iowa, and yep. Kino Benton, the kid from Wisconsin, the defensive uh, – The big defensive yeah, tackle. Yeah, you what can about, stick what him about like that some, nose. What about some edge guys? Because I, I think that's what the Browns yeah. really need is an edge, edge rusher. Well, if if they're tired of Perrion Winfrey's act, they'll take Girl. a defensive tackle and yeah. say adios because – yeah, I'm getting tired of Perry on Winfrey's act. Well, there's I think a guy on Winfrey. I've seen, no, I know. I've seen a guy from University of Florida, this Gervais Dexter or something like that, whatever. Yeah, they like him a lot. They yeah. talked to him like three times. Yeah, he could be on their radar as a tackle. Hey, or, hey, Joel, this is Will Will Le- Levis right here. <laughs> no, they don't need Will Levis. No, wide really? Oh, wait, they, they wide went to the receiver Super Bowl last defense. That's right. 
I can see them taking a wide receiver. I can't see him going here. anything but wide receiver and defense. So Addison, the, the kid from USC. Remember, the Eagles lost a lot of those defensive players like Hargraves. Oh, they did lose Hargraves. It's a good so point. I think good defensive point, tackle. And they lost. And those other guys tackle. are getting old: Fletcher Cox and um, Grant, Brandon Graham. Yeah. So they need. They'll probably take a defensive player. But I'd say defensive tackle. If my money is on it, I say defensive tackle. Unless they, you know, Jackson Smith and the Jigba is going to go somewhere in the next couple of picks here. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see that being in Chicago. I can see that well, being in Chicago. Be oh, wouldn't that be interesting? Oh, wow. oh, that would be. Oh boy, I think Chicago they... needs an offensive lineman. <laughs> well, I will well, tell you probably... the guy the the guy from NFL Outdated uh, Twitter page. Great guy. He's a big Bears fan, and he's actually there in Kansas City. He was shooting out some pictures earlier on Twitter, and so uh, he took his son there this this year to the draft. Some pretty cool stuff. I want to get back to this Perry Winfrey thing. I don't even think he makes <clears throat> he fits what Jim Schwartz wants to do. Perry yeah, no, Winfrey, I question that too. Perry Winfrey is great at shooting a gap or getting his hands on somebody and just running them back into the middle of the backfield. That that's not what Jim Schwartz is about. So I could see them looking for a defensive tackle that can eat up space and protect linebackers. I could see that pretty easy, and it'd be a good pick. I'm just not sure where where he where Winfrey fits on the team. And I could be wrong. They could teach him how to double gap, and he could be tremendous at it. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Right. But as it sits, I watch all this film and all these these former picks. Well, here we go. We got the pick is in. All right. No no, no spoiler alerts. Ooh. Wow, that's a good pick. Yeah. yeah. Jalen Carter, defensive oh, tackle, Jaylen Georgia. Jalen Carter's a good player. He's a wow. good player. Wow. Yeah. Well, he was nice. originally, he was supposed to be the number one pick in the draft until he got into all this trouble. So you're talking about the the uh, runner-up to the, in the Super Bowl getting potentially the best player in this draft. Yeah. And the Eagles last year got two huge defensive players from Georgia. They got that uh, Davis and Nicobe Dean. Mm-hmm. So they are yeah. like, the Eagles They're are loading. like setting themselves oh. up. That is some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, monster defensive tackles. Jordan Davis. Team. Last year, this guy, Jordan Davis, is huge. 6'6", 370 or something. It was insane. Oh, my Lord. Probably runs a 4'5", 42. Yeah, and he barely played for the Eagles last year because they were so good. Very impressive. The Eagles, I used to live in the Philadelphia area, so I was an Eagles fan when they went to the Super Bowl in 1980. And they're they're on the right track. Buddy Ball. That was before Buddy Ball, wasn't it? Yeah, because that was around 85 with Randall Cunningham. Yeah, Yeah, Buddy Ball. That's a big, big guy there. That's a big fella right there. He is very, very well-defined technique-wise. So, so the like Bears, I've seen tape of him play technique-wise. It's tremendous. I'd put him in a three-tack or something and just let him get trapped. He handles it beautifully. Like You put him next to a good nose guard, and you've got your, your up-the-middle set. The rich get so richer. The rich get richer. Wow. So we're going to, folks, we're going to be on for about another 10, 15 minutes, maybe. Uh, and again, we'll be back on live 
tomorrow evening, a little bit earlier. And uh, the Browns have a pick. They could be moving up into the second round. We're just having instant reactions tonight, everyone. Thank you for watching us. Uh, make sure that you are following our show. Follow on Facebook, Twitter. Follow our YouTube page. You can subscribe. We're at the Elves Network. We are building some <laughs> subscriptions there, some subs. Uh, so please join us there as well. And um, oh, subs? Also, who, brought, who brought the food? What? Right. <laughs> you brought some Subway subs? Um, yeah. <laughs> I wish. Um, I'm I'm sorry, but I just t turned in because I've got ESPN on, and Mel's best available uh -oh. number one is Joel's favorite quarterback. Well, oh. Levis, baby, has he already given the Ravens an A plus draft? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, Mel Kuyper is from Baltimore, and he just thinks yep, like, he sure they is. could draft Mickey Mouse, man, and they, he would think Mickey Mouse like the sun rises. Mickey Mouse and has on Mickey tremendous Mouse's. upside. Come on. Yeah. yeah, I think in that case you can ignore his small size because he has charisma. Yeah, he, yeah. he's he a natural-born leader. He also moves well laterally. So, you know, he's got that going for him. Okay. He's got a pretty girlfriend, therefore he must have confidence. Yes. Whereas in the South, in the south they say he's got good body lean. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, we got this sports caster thing down pat. <laughs> well, actually, I was a I, I was a baseball analyst on a local uh, ESPN affiliate about twenty years ago. I did it for two. Nice. Okay. So, just to let you guys know, the Bears are on the clock, and then the Tennessee Titans are on at number eleven. I want to see what I'll Tennessee does before we leave here, because yeah. uh, you know Steve That's is our I'm waiting back. For. Steve is our, our our Tennessee uh, guru, our yeah. not guru, but he lives there. And follows the force fed it. Yeah, Steve, I really want Will Levis to go to Tennessee. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Talk about well, him they, for a long time. I compare him to Jake Locker, so it makes perfect there, there sense to me. <laughs> so he'll be out of the league in two years. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, didn't Tennessee drafted a quarterback last year? Some that running quarterback, Malik Will. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. VP, I got a quick VP. I got a quick question. I asked the guys earlier. I'm joining a the New Orleans Saints affiliate here uh, from the fanatical or on fans first here in about 20 30 minutes. Um, any uh, any anything you'd like me to ask them about or anything about the Saints? Um, I'm I'm sure you don't follow the Saints as we do the Brownies, but yeah, I got I got. Are they still wearing those paper bags over their heads? Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that will be Jets fans if they can't win with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, no, no. the Saints were so bad for such a long time, and then they got, what, Drew Brees, right? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, the Saints, um, they recently – who who's their coach now? They lost um, – I wrote it down. Hold on a second. Because you can ask them how they feel about Sean Payton going to the uh, Denver Broncos. Dennis, Dennis Allen. Is yeah, I mean, he was the defensive coordinator for the Saints for years, and then Sean Payton resigned. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to see how they feel about Sean Payton going to Denver. Now, I will say this: there are for the Saints, there are three guys at pick twenty-nine that that I've read about that they've predicted in some of their different mocks. One was the Steve of Avila, offensive lineman from Texas Tech or Texas uh, Texas Christian, maybe TCU. Then uh, Mozzie Smith, we've talked about Mozzie Smith from Michigan, 
and Sam Laporte from Iowa, the tight end. They're thinking that the the Saints might take him. So okay. I was going to mention. I was going to mention to the guys here that I did a mock draft with some of the Pittsburgh guys and and the Cincinnati guy on Sunday night. And so we it was fun. I pick is in. I'm just going to oh. interrupt you real quick, Darnell Wright. A tackle is yes, taken by the Bears. Tennessee. That's exactly what they need. Yes. No, that was that was Long taken tackle. by the Bears. Yeah, they the need Bears a tackle. Talking. Darnell Wright went to was the he Bears. Like right behind. Would he have been behind uh, Paris Johnson in the rating there? I think Paris Johnson went a little too early, to be okay. honest with you. Okay. But I don't. They got to protect know. Justin Fields. That was a crime right. last year. Well, actually, oh, I know. Good point. Good point. Right. And there was a guy when we did our mock draft that Peter Onoronsky from Northwestern was high on the yeah, Bears. Yeah, that's the kid. Uh, yes. Because that's yeah. the kid oh right goodness. there. He was Even a local. These guy. highlights they're showing, man. I'm not impressed with this guy at all. They're already showing him the highlights. He looks off balance. Yeah, you should. Yeah, he's, he's. This is a reach by the Bears. Uh, yeah, he okay. seems like he, he wasn't rated that that high. Are they going to play him no. right tackle? They're going to play him right tackle. Where did they, Steve, they where must did be? He, where was he ranked? Like he, that's a well, pretty. He's, he's ranked high. Okay. But you know, a lot of the but Chicago faithful they wanted the kid from Northwestern, a local kid, who I thought was a better tackle. Than and him. he's still there. Okay. So. I want Darnell Wright. Right, he was o two three for Dane. They're running the commercial, job. but I think the Tennessee Titans are on the clock. And if Tennessee uh, folks, is smart, if Tennessee yeah. is smart, they take the kid from Northwestern because their offensive go. line is the worst. Might take, <laughs> Tennessee might take Will Levis. Uh, the NFL Levis will probably see my, my prediction is you're breaking up there, QP. Yeah. Well, they got so, a brand new GM. Oh, and, sorry. Uh, and uh, that would make sense money wise because. Yeah. Well, they, they have, have so Ryan much Tannehill, so they can't trade space, for him. So. The, pick, the pick is in for Tennessee. So, is yeah, this guy Skoronsky, man? Is he a guard or a tackle? Cause oh, he's a tackle, I think. He looks like he's rated as a guard, according to uh, Dane Brugler's guide. Mm hmm. One thing I wanted to mention to you guys when I did my mock draft on Sunday with the other guys from whatever the you know, yeah yeah a, a guy I got to pick for the Los Angeles Chargers at pick twenty one and I picked this tight end from Notre Dame Michael Meyer who I really am impressed yes. with. Michael Mayer no he's very good yeah but that's you'll, don't let you him might, go to Cincinnati I've seen a lot of no. <laughs> he is that's a, he reminds me i said he reminds me of dave casper from the oakland raiders remember back in the day ah there's an old name for you but he yeah. was a prolific hall of fame tight then well so meyer was one of the better if not the best weapon notre dame had so they would always run their offense through him Right. And and they wouldn't run throw to receivers or anything. There everything was gonna go through that tight end. And I tell you, it, it got frustrating as a Notre Dame fan to watch this go down. It's like, okay, we need five yards, throw it to Meyer. We need ten yards, throw it to Meyer. We need fifteen uh -huh. yards, throw it to Meyer. You know you gotta have somebody else in your offense besides your tight end. 
But anyway, how that's just a frustrating opinion, How was he as a tight end? Oh, he's he's first round, man. He's he's good to go. Well, I said, like I, mean, I said, I, Dame is, I, predict, I predict he goes pick 21 to the L.A. Chargers. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame okay. has put out a lot of tight ends. Like, put, Notre Dame's put a lot of good tight ends. And I think he's one of the better ones that will come out. It's yeah. just frustrating when you have a play caller. Of course, he's now, you know, he, the play caller at Notre Dame is gone. But <clears throat> all he did was just like, hey, throw it to him, throw it to him, throw it to him. It was ridiculous. It was just dumb. Well, I watch. I'm an Ohio State fan, which some of you guys probably are. So Ohio State played Notre Dame in the first game. Right. Meyer stood out to me. I said, who? This guy is huge. He was like a. Yeah. Huge. And he, he mm-hmm. caught every ball thrown his way. I thought he was going to end up beating us. Okay. The pick is in. They're coming back from commercial here on NFL Network. Again, we are the fanatical uh, network. ESPN is what? Still in commercial. Okay. And so, I'm. I'm on Twitter looking at all the local sports guys I follow. A couple of them I know. Nothing. Nothing. Will Levis. Will Levis. Will, Will Levis. Levis. They, they look excited. I bet they got Will Levis. I bet you're right. Yeah, I can feel it, man. I can the most punchable it. face in the NFL. Punchable face, yeah. Well, What was the kid in the movie that we uh, – oh, what was it? The the Titans. Remember the Titans? The summer boy. The sh- what's it, What was it? The kid the- – the California kid, you know, played. Oh, who was it? You know what I'm saying? I, I never even watched that movie. I'm going to admit my. I never I saw that movie. Uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, come on now. Somebody's got to have seen. What was the movie? Um, Remember the Titans? What was his name? Oh, it's going to kill me now. Never saw it. That's the classic with Denzel Washington. Remember the Titans? Yeah. And what's it about? Football? Football. Yeah, yeah it was a great, great movie. Football. Yeah, okay. So what's the name of the quarterback they called him? The the, the, the kid, the pretty boy. I don't know. Um, here, I'll look it up. I'd say a great football movie was The Best of Times with Robin ah, Williams. That's a tremendous go. movie. Rodney Bass? Rod, um, they had a nickname, though, in the movie. Uh, it's gonna kill me here, but who is it? Sunshine. Sunshine. There you go. Sunshine. <laughs> Jack Armstrong, the all-American boy. All-American boy. Yep. Remember, Jackson Smith and the Jigba still out there, and Tennessee was also linked to him. Yeah, but they don't have a quarterback. Well, they their quarterbacks. Well, they Malik Wills. I don't know. They got no, Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, they have they have, they have Tannehill for the moment. I, I think he could be traded though. Did you guys know Ryan Tannehill's wife is very good looking? Just complete side note. If you ever got oh, well, a chance, then they should keep him in that case. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. Yeah, Google it. But what does Will yeah. Levitt's uh, girlfriend look like? That's no, look, I, I coached a little league football team, like like I was an assistant coach, and the head coach would, after about three rounds of drafting, would look at the wives of the kids are the, there the, you go the wives of like the moms of the kids and we would like start picking like the hottest mom's kids oh, perfect okay. strategy okay, don't, don't, don't don't spoil it yeah come on will levis baby. let's do it no aj mccarran's wife is the best of all Rotsky. so they drafted the guard out of northwestern tackle the call there you go. Is that the kid you were talking about? Yep. He's a tackle. Smart. Unbelievable. Smart. Are they playing? Are Smart. they going to play him at tackle or guard? 
He says, says here, offensive tackle. Yeah, he played tackle in college, so. Yeah. Either way. He's a big horse. Right okay. tackle or They need tackle. help on I'm not even seeing the highlights, line. man. I'm, like, on the internet watching this, and it hasn't caught up yet. So the Lions are next. They have their first pick. Now, the Lions have fallen back a couple spots. They now have the number 12 pick, which was a Cleveland Browns pick yeah. originally with the Houston Texans, and then the Houston Texans used it tonight to move up to number three. So they took the number two pick, C.J. Stroud. They took the number three pick, Will Anderson. And now the Detroit Lions are sitting at 12, which would have been the Brownies. But now they're going to pick. So who are they going to take? And then we can all debate this tomorrow in Cleveland media. Man, we could have had this guy, like Joel, you were saying earlier. I'll tell, you what, I, I'll tell you what. I will just say that I will trade the 12th pick for Deshaun Watson. That's what I'll do. I would too. <laughs> there you go. Watch Detroit trade down. Well, even you know, last year the, the you know the, the Texans had our pick also, and it wasn't no no superstar. You know what I mean? So basically, I, I would do that trade for Deshaun Watson every time. Yeah, exactly. Because these that's, picks that's a good well, thing because we got three picks to. Uh... Well, we're we're gonna be after tonight. We're there's only one more first round pick left to Houston. So right. hallelujah. Yeah, we have Deshaun a second. Watson never does year, what so. he's supposed to do. It'll be worth it. You know. Browns have a second next year, so they got seven picks next year. I I anticipate a couple more after the weekend. You know, the second I, round I would pick, think... you should be able to get, you know, a superstar type player even in the second round with the talent that's coming out nowadays. Definitely. If you're taking a corner. I, I think Yeah, the corners are stacked, man. The Browns Browns have got to pick up somebody in at the corner position. They always do every year, regardless. But I think the Browns will trade one of those third round picks, either up or in. Oh, here's your boy. There's your boy. Yeah. Will Lovitz. Pretty boy. Yeah. I noticed that the fashion for this draft is like the girlfriend. Did you see his girlfriend? Oh, Joel, you missed the girlfriend. Is he a girlfriend pick? I'm thinking so, Joel. Are you picking him on the basis of his girlfriend? Well, the. (laughs) Here's the Lions pick. Here's the. If you're picking them on the way uh, their moms look, you need to talk to Zach Wilson. Yeah. Here we go. Don't spoil Zach it. Zach Wilson, you're talking about the Zach oh, Wilson's wow. mom's friends. This is a shocker. Oh, shocker. my God. Shocker. They took a running back, Gibbs. What the f- Dad, They what took the Gibbs from Alabama. Are you kidding you me? You could have traded back and got him. He was supposed Holy. to go 30th. I had him going to the Eagles at 30th. Wow. <sighs> Well, if you're gonna do something like that, just trade back, pick yeah, up no. picks, trade back, and get him in like 15 or 16. What the heck? <sighs> and he's no—he's uh, not like Najee Harris. He's not as good as him. No way. Why would they do that? Green Bay's not going to take him. New England's not going to take him. The Jets aren't going to take him. Two running backs in the first 12 picks. Yeah, you could have wow. taken him in your second first-round pick. <laughs> Oh, I'm well, sorry. This, you need to, you, Joel. You need to. Check, you and Elliot need to. You need to get in the, the dog pound daily chat and, and see if Randy's surviving. It's I, the Lions. <laughs> they had to do something lion-esque. It's. Joel, I'll make a statement there in the dog pound daily if you don't first. But go ahead. I just think that's hilarious. I'm going to give you a prediction. Two running backs in the top I'm gonna, twelve. I'm going to give you guys that's a hot ridiculous. Take. 
Green Bay is next on the clock. I say they go with Jackson, Smith, and the Jigba. A new, yeah, a after, after Rodgers leaves. Oh, right. Take yeah, a, that right. Finally going to yes. take a wide receiver. Yes. Plus, and they're going to give the new quarterback a fine, a good wide receiver. Yes, yes, I love it. Uh, that that's, that's a great idea. idea. Absolutely, absolutely. BP, I'm sold on that. I Thank I you. think. Uh, Plus, you I know the Jets are picking at 15. You don't want the Jets to get Jackson Smith and the Jigba to go there. No, no, <laughs> no. You got to put the screws. To right. The... Someone's got to take yes. Jackson Smith and the Jigba now yes. before the Jets get them. I hate I hate New York teams. That guy is awesome. Yes. That's right. That's why Stroud looks so great, by the way. Because oh, my God. Look at unbelievable. ESPN showing the Lions draft room, and they're all so happy. My goodness. What are they so happy about? I don't know. I mean, this draft has running backs from the first round to the seventh round. And two running backs in the first 12 picks makes no also, sense. Also, there was rumors Belichick wanted one of those running backs. That Belichick wanted the running back, Bijan, whatever his name is, Bijan. Right. Yeah. And their families. Oh, well. Oh, the Joe, gentlemen. I got to leave up. We are, we are losing our contributors. Uh, yeah, again, I got to go. Yes, Steve, thank you for joining us. We are, again, the Fanatical Elves Network. Uh, we are going to uh, be back on tomorrow night around 7.30, 7.45. So tune in to us again, and we'll have the Browns pick at 74. They may be trading up into the second round, so we're going to come on a little early. According to Steve, last year the 74 pick happened around 9.45, so we want to make yeah. sure that we're on with plenty of time. Any final words before we leave? Uh, Elliot, we'll go with you. Anything you want to share out before we – Pack it up. Well, uh, I, I'm going to stay on, even if you shut off the uh, yes the recording. Uh, I want to stay yep. on and yep. see if BP is correct. I believe he is. I believe his prediction will come true. Well, Ex- you wanna, excellent. Do you want to stay on until well, Green the pick, Yeah, yeah well, we'll the go ahead and we'll in, so and Jigba. I think that they will. And yeah, let's see if BP is right. If that happens. Okay. That makes, Especially that if they take him right sense. out from underneath of the Jets. <laughs> I well, love it. Yeah. Rodgers just went. They were talking about that, that they would do this for spite. That they that this is like to get back. At, what, I mean, no, all, those years, all those years that Rodgers wanted a, 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 that they could have taken <laughs> a wide receiver. And now they do it. Spite. <laughs> That's what they, like, we were talking about this earlier on the radio program. Hilarious. Well, has there been a wide receiver come off the draft board yet? No. 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 Ridiculous. What NFL are we watching, by the way? This is the goofiest draft. I mean, this is like a 1975 draft. They got running backs coming off the board before wide receivers. What are we watching? We got running backs, offensive linemen. This guy, Will Levis, wasn't taking yet, tackles. What? Anthony, no, Anthony Richardson going in the top five. Yeah, this makes no sense. This is NFL general managers are not that smart. This is really a dumb draft. <laughs> well, you know, you're a this rocket scientist, known. so come on, man. This will be known as so, the dartboard. We're draft. gonna stay on live, folks, yes. for a little bit longer. For those of you who can join us, I, I, some of us might have to leave, but I may actually step out. We're gonna be keep the we might stop the live feed here momentarily, but um guys here that are on you can stay on air. I've got to join the uh, affiliate over in New Orleans here in about 10, 15 minutes probably, so I might have to leave shortly. But we'll keep the keep it running here so we can 
continue this discussion? Yeah, have fun, John. That'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, I'll tell I'm you gonna what. Lay, I'm going to keep this going. Hire to- me. I'll tell. I'll tell the teams to not overdraft the quarterbacks. If you draft a <laughs> running back in the first round, I'll fire you. <laughs> and if you don't draft a wide receiver by pick Green number Bay, fifteen, there's something wrong with your scouting department. This is today's NFL. They throw the ball. Somebody has to catch it. You need to have wide receivers. Has there been a tight end that's come off the board yet? No. Not yet. No wide receivers and no tight ends. Who's going to catch passes? There are already quarterbacks in the league that know how to throw the ball. Somebody's got to catch the ball. Hey, the pick is in for Green Bay. All right. Oh, my God. All right. I I really want a wide receiver here. Ladies and gentlemen. Don't spoil it, everybody. All right, Not here we go. Like he's coming. He's coming to the podium now. Yeah, I do like to kind of watch the commissioner announce these things. I, I, I kind of old school that way. Okay. Ooh. Dang. Edge rusher Luther Van Ness from Iowa. Oh man, talk about girlfriends. <laughs> Oh my God! Are we really instant reaction, this? folks. There you it's go. It's got like three girlfriends, right? Yeah, we're. You got to pay extra for that. Damn, lucky bastard! Wow, lucky bastard! Huh? All right, folks. Oh we're gonna, we're gonna finish up. That's probably his sisters on the couch. We're gonna finish up so. the uh, live feed here again. We are the Fanatical Elves Network. One last time, we're gonna be back Elves. on tomorrow. Um, Tomorrow night. Why don't we go around for parting shots? Go around the table here for yes, a parting shots. Will, and then guy. just make sure to come back again. Everybody that's tuning in and listening. Final thoughts, Steve. You're gonna you can go first. I hope Final Will thoughts. Levitt sits in that room all <laughs> night long. VP, final thought. Uh I'm interested to see where Will Levitt next. Smith and the Jigba should be fighting. Okay. And I'm Joel. looking forward to tomorrow when the Browns finally draft around 10 o'clock. Yeah, we're going to make sure to bring the party for the bring your drinks and party uh, somewhere snack. around midnight tomorrow. That's right. Joel, final thoughts. Whoever has the dirt on Mozzie Smith, please release it now. I need yes. him to drop about yes. three rounds. So yes. we need to get him into striking distance for the Browns. So just like yes. if he's smoking a gas mask bomb, bring that thing out. If he's like, show it, got some racist tweets from when he was 12, put that stuff out yes. there, <laughs> whatever it is you can come up with. Let's make it happen. Drop Mozzie Smith. There you go. Village Elliot. One last thought before we leave and stop the live feed. This draft is totally insane. General manner. <laughs> managers don't know what they're doing. There's nobody to catch the ball, and they're drafting too many quarterbacks prematurely. Uh-oh. Like Uh-oh. Come Wait up. a second. We got we got breaking news. Steelers are trading up. Oh, no. They're at the next pick. Folks, <sighs> we, we can't leave you yet because we got oh, the Steelers oh, taking a pick. They just moved up. They there's somebody they want really bad. Yeah, there's somebody oh, they want. And they guess who at, it might be? They were at trouble. 17. They moved up three spots to 14. I got a feeling. If they get Jackson Smith and the Jigba, I got a feeling it is. They love Ohio State players. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus, Jiminy. Jesus Are you kidding me? The shoes are a because they need a quarterback. <laughs> well, those I'm friends with these two guys that I do the Cavs podcast. They're Steelers fans. They're, these traders. Oh, yeah. No, they, I know. Yeah, the one guy, he works for the Steelers. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Man. They take Jackson, and they're both Ohio State fans. If they get Jackson Smith and the Jigba. Oh, they'll be insufferable. I might have to patch them in tomorrow. We can have a... Does does Jackson no, Smith don't. and Jigba have a TikTok account? <laughs> Please don't. Well, his brother plays for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Doesn't he play third base or something? I think he plays I right field. That. Yeah, there's really? an Jigba, Jackson, uh, a Smith and Jigba that plays for the Pirates. Really? I remember watching uh, the Reds were Holy on. Holy shit! The Steelers are on the clock. I can't believe it. Oh boy. I can't. There's somebody they really want, and they don't want to take any chances in getting him. And they probably want to jump in front of the Jets to take this receiver. Oh, that's a good point. They don't want Aaron Rodgers to have him either. Is that? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's Spike. Oh, that's a good. That's a good point. Thank you. Thank you, man. Good. That's why I'm here. Good job, guys. Wow. Gentlemen. Yeah, Kanan Smith in Jigba plays uh, outfield. Yeah, correct. Right field. Outfield. For the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bats left, throws right. Yeah, Pirates are tearing it up this year, but that's baseball. Man, I um the I pick is Pittsburgh. in here. All right, don't give any Pittsburgh fans the satisfaction of us hearing us moan. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> cut the show. We're gonna say, we're gonna say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, folks. <laughs> well, he's batting 125. Well, again, folks, this is the Fanatical Elves Network on Fans' first sports network. 17th and a fourth. Huh. The 17th. So, the, uh, did you get the Bill pick? Belichick's okay. dog got the 17th pick in a fourth rounder this year? The pick is in for the Steelers. The yep. pick is in. All right, here we go. Maybe unless they go to commercial here. Hopefully not. The Stillers. Just a Pittsburgh Stillers. So we're gonna we're gonna break right after this with our live feed because we gotta go. But we'll be back again, like we said, tomorrow night, about 7 30, 7 45. Watch for us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. I want one of those big Levis heads. The Steelers are smart. They take an offensive lineman. I'm just saying. Here we go. Here's the pick. I don't know the Bengals. I said that when they took Najee Harris, and they took Najee Harris. Hmm. And the pick is yes. Okay. Wow. Broderick Jones tackle from Georgia. He's good. Offensive He's a tackle. good tackle, but Offensive I'm still liking my chances with Miles Garrett. So, yeah, absolutely, folks. Yep, it's been real. I hope everyone's had a great night watching us live. We've been on for two hours, so congratulations, oh guys. God. We Time did flies, it, man. man. You guys are the best. We are the best crew here. Tune in to us. Follow sure. our podcast. We've got what the elf is that. We got the Johnny Cleveland podcast. We got the Fanatical Elves show. We got the Browns Blitz with Rod. So tune back in to us, guys. We love talking Browns like you guys like listening to us. We'll see you tomorrow night. Go Browns. 
Thank you for watching our show. With a little music on the way out. Take care, everybody. See ya, Cleveland. See ya. <laughs>